Hi, I'm Jenny Brown and welcome to my new little series of podcasts, weekly podcasts. I'm calling them Staying Steady in These Anxious Times, not easy to do for sure. I'm going to be focusing on a different topic each week that relates to self, staying steady in ourselves, and a topic that relates each week to staying steady in our important relationships. And um, I hope that this will be useful to people during these crazy times we're living in. I just skim through the local news headlines. There are warnings of fines for breaching social distancing, how to manage with just gatherings of two people. I know many parents are struggling with how to manage the sustained time with their children, with schooling happening at home, how to work from home with your spouse and also trying to carve out space for working from home. And so many threats that are real. Many are anticipated, projected and feared threats, but there are real threats at the time, real losses of income and job security. And every day we're hearing reports of an increase in the number of people who've contracted coronavirus, increase in death toll, a a little bit of flattening of the curve potential here in Australia at the moment, which gives some hope that all these measures are taking effect. But I don't know about you, I have certainly not lived through times like this. And it's useful for me to take some time to think about what's important for staying steady in these times. So my first topic is the issue of social withdrawal. We're all told at the moment that we must withdraw socially to flatten the curve of the spread of the virus. And that's a responsible and important thing to do as a community at this time. But what are the implications for our emotional health of increased social withdrawal. I've got a few thoughts on that in regard to mental health. Firstly, depression is a type of social withdrawal, a shutting down physiologically, a loss of energy, a loss of drive, a loss of enjoyment of life, and a loss of functioning capacity. So here we are in an era where we're actually prescribed distancing, hibernating, shutting down. And for people who already have an underlying low mood propensity to feeling helpless, feeling down, then increased distancing and withdrawing is going to exacerbate those symptoms. And that's a real challenge at these times. And how can we be mindful of that? How can we be mindful of that for the people in our lives who we care about, who appear to be withdrawing into shutting down at the moment? And how can we be careful that 
we don't feed a potential to experience that kind of low mood from overdoing the withdrawing at the moment, going into some kind of a state of hibernation. When anxiety is high, which it sure is at the moment for understandable reasons, one of the first ways to relieve the discomfort of that is to withdraw and distance. So for many people, and I'm hearing this from some of my clients, it's a relief to have some of the pressure to get into work, to turn up on time, having some of that pressure released can be welcome for people like a mini holiday. So how do we make sure that we get the balance right and don't go into too much withdrawal that has potential impacts on our emotional health and our relationship health? I was talking to a young man recently who said over the past week without having to go into work, he has slept in till way into the morning without setting his alarm. He has stayed in his bed for a long time on his devices. He hasn't gotten changed, hasn't gotten showered and is feeling incredibly demotivated without any direction from his employer about how to utilize this work from home time in a productive way. There are some red flags, aren't there, to that presentation. And there are some different choices that we can all make to manage the propensity to overwithdraw and to start to underfunction. If we're prone to underfunctioning and letting other people direct us, then that's going to be a potential trap at this time because our bosses and other people are also overwhelmed at the moment with adjusting to their particular situation and there may not be as much direction and structure to help us function at the moment. And of course, withdrawal is also a natural way of dealing with the intensity in relationships. It's easy to start to emotionally shut down, to disconnect from important members of our life in our families, our spouses, our children, um, siblings for young adults who are still living at home or people living with their extended family, because of this sense of we're all together a lot more often, it's very easy to manage that sense of, of overcrowding, kind of emotional overcrowding, as well as physical overcrowding, to without realizing that we can just kind of withdraw into our, to our own little bubbles and not make the choices to stay in good contact with each other. As the weeks go by in this podcast, I'll talk more about ideas for staying steady in couple relationships, staying steady as parents with our children. So stay tuned for that. I also want to just commend to you that our family systems practice is continuing to offer online telehealth services for people 
at this anxious time to give them the space to reflect on how they're managing themselves and their relationships. So do keep that in mind. Our Family Systems Institute has all of its training online at the moment and there are some really useful online seminars that apply at this time, particularly looking at how symptoms in individuals, in relationships and in families can get amplified at an anxious time and taking some space to think about having a map for understanding those symptoms, which family systems theory, Dr. Bowen's theory gives that kind of a map. I commend that to people at this time. So in wrapping up from this first podcast, watch yourself around over withdrawing, responsible social distancing, social shutdown, but taking care not to go too far into a hibernating state that can be really difficult to climb out of later on. This is a time when there's a lot of stress in the air all around us and we absorb it. It can be the easiest thing in the world to relieve that stress by withdrawing. But this is a time to tolerate some discomfort, to reverse the patterns of withdrawing too much that could have some longer term consequences that make it harder to come out of this time of challenge and to be able to flourish and be steady as an individual and also to flourish in our relationships. So I wish you all the best in these challenging times and hopefully these can be times where we become more self-aware of how we are triggered and how we manage ourselves in our emotional health and in our relationships. Talk to you again next week. 